0: To an audio newspaper full of very unserious, partially real stories that the world needs to hear. More listening and less reading than a newspaper, but equally as sexy. This is Paper News Out Loud. Hello and good evening. I'm your host, Diane Weathersby. Hello and good morning.
1: I'm your co-host, Florence Stromsfar. Thank you for listening to Paper News Out Loud. Florence... How are your elbows? Strangely pointy and sharp, much like they have been throughout my entire childhood. I go through a lot of sweaters because of it, and also still torn to shreds from the brutal void attack the other day. Because my elbows are pointy, I tear through most household bandages. Short answer, not well, but thanks for asking. You know, I'm sorry that creature attacked you.
0: I actually got to talk to a specialist about what to do with our void monster. His name is Casey Glenn Dinder, and he is an amateur animal psychic. Coincidentally, he recorded our conversation, the one between myself, Diane, and Casey, and he is going to broadcast it to the world on Thursday, February 1st. On a completely unrelated note, the creature and I need to lay low for a little while. Can we live in the gap under your bed for about 3 to 72 months? I think we figured out how to deal with the elbow thing so that won't happen again. Yeah, better not happen again.
1: I only have eight elbows. I don't know what, what I'm going to do if I run out of more. But I suppose you can stay there. There's a trap door under there that my landlord doesn't know about that leads to my secret bunker. I have at least ten, a ten year supply of Pop-Tarts and Hot Pockets down there to get you started. Excellent. I'm just going to grab my phone charger
0: and then we'll all be set to go.
1: Who doesn't love the moon? Is Earth's Closest celestial BFF that helps control the tides here and provide romantic lighting on dates, and also can whisper horrible and frightening prophecies in our ears and make us black out for weeks on end. But all in all, a friend. Some exciting things will be happening this week um, on Wednesday, January 31st. The world will be experiencing a blue moon. Except it won't actually be blue, according to the article in Cosmos magazine. Cosmos. Wait. The Cosmo? Cosmos. Cosmo
0: does astronomy now? Not cosmopolitan. Cosmos. This is like the best sex positions to try during the, the blue moon.
1: Okay, we're just going to move on from this. Um, so, it's not going to be blue, partially because we have a deep misunderstanding of what a blue moon is. There's a commonly held belief that a blue moon is when two full moons occur in one month. Seems pretty logical don't know where the blue comes from, but, you know, who am I to judge? Which would seem like a realistic and logical explanation, except it's wrong. Gas Gasp like, the got yes. All thanks to an error that astronomer James Hugh Pruitt wrote in an article in 1945. That's extremely recent. 1945? Like, that's not... Oh, I thought you were being sarcastic. No, like, I, mean, I was yeah. thinking,
0: like, this stuff is, like you know, a really long time ago, like the 1600s. Like but Socrates like 1945, like I feel like you should just know what a blue moon is at that point.
1: It's less than 100 years. It's
0: true. Very good math.
1: Okay, so what is a blue moon actually? Is it an ad campaign that the Blue Moon Brewing Company puts on to sell more beer? That's
0: how it makes sense. No.
1: Oh. It's not that. That would be a crazy tactic just to sell some beer, and no one owns the moon. So, I'm leaving it at that. What a blue moon actually is, is a third full moon in any period that usually contains three. <laughs> that's cryptic. <laughs> Very. The blue moon that's occurring on January 31st is not one of those typical three moons. What is a typical three moon cycle? I have no idea. The article did not say. So, we did not do further research. <laughs> so we can only guess is when three moons appear in the sky. Mm-hmm. This moon will not be blue in color because it'll be copper red in color. In an astronomical event, this moon also is occurring in sync with the first total lunar eclipse since September 2015, which is pretty bananas. That one was pretty cool. I remember
0: that one. Florence and I went out into a local park and laid on the back of
1: my car to watch the eclipse. I do remember that. It It was was chilly. It was cold, I think.
0: The back of my car was very comfortable it was surprisingly
1: and we did not get attacked by wolves it was that a good day that was thing. the best part yes kept all my hair <laughs> these two events haven't coincided in 150 years so if you haven't already made plans to gaze up at this big beauty of a moon you should you'll never get to see an event like this again in your lifetime most likely unless you're immortal or a sentient rock who is safe from erosion Just to make sure everyone is up to speed, a lunar eclipse is when the moon passes behind the earth, falling into the earth's shadow. So pretty much the sun, moon, and earth are all briefly in line. Also, a friendly reminder that there is not an eclipse where the sun passes between the earth and the moon, because we would die. We would all burn to crisps like the toast I left in the toaster for too long the other day.
0: Did you crank it up to nine again just to see what happens?
1: I had it set at five, which I haven't done with my new toaster yet, and it was too long. Because, I don't know, four just seemed like it wasn't getting toasty enough. I don't know. I have a lot of toast-related feelings. New technology, yes. (laughs) Okay, so as previously mentioned, this is kind of an amazing and rare occasion. I decided to compile a list of ideas um, that you can do during this blue moon lunar eclipse hybrid to get the most out of the magic. Aww. Aww
0: really seize the moment
1: embrace the holiday <laughs> okay number one propose at the peak of the eclipse you were going to do it anyways and now you get to beat the Valentine's Day proposal rush more importantly the benevolent and gracious moon spirit is a sucker for romance flicks so they'll bless your life together and make you fruitful with many successfully cooked meals and clean floors even without sweeping. break
0: up with your significant other at the beginning of the eclipse They were holding you back anyway, and it's been a long time coming. Break up with them directly before, because it will be symbolic. The moon is a metaphor for you, and the shadow is a metaphor for you getting rid of the dead weight that has been dragging you down. You will better understand what the moon has gone through once you both return brighter and more full of hope than
1: ever before. Transform into a werewolf. This one will take a little bit of background work. First, you'll have to contract the werewolf power. This can be done by sneaking into a werewolf den, or a secret order of werewolves, which frankly can be difficult to find and even harder to actually see. Or, you can post an ad on Craigslist, which I have found helpful with contracting both the werewolf and the vampire curse. Once the curse has been contracted, you can just go wild on the lunar eclipse blue moon and ravage a bunch of villages and eat like 30 sheep. Or, you might just turn a pleasant shade of blue and feel the whimsical touch of your childhood soul. This hasn't happened in 150 years, so we won't really know the effects.
0: Yeah, it hasn't happened in living memory. Think about that. No one alive right now has seen with their own eyeballs and retinas the blue blood moon eclipse. Ask your boss for a raise. Most people are most open to new ideas in the middle of the night during a blue blood moon eclipse. The colors of the moon will activate the giving center in their brain and will increase the odds that they will say yes. If you work in a place that provides services to alligators, however, this has the opposite effect and you will likely lose your job. Mm -hmm.
1: And alligators show up in more workplaces than you think. Like, I work in an office and we at least deal with an alligator once a month.
0: Yeah. And you provide services for them, don't you? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Ordering transcripts.
0: <laughs> Normal things. <laughs> Registering them for classes.
1: Okay, do that ritual. You know, that one. The one that you have written on a pillowcase and that you need 30 pounds of lavender for. Might as well get it over with. Play flashlight tag with your friends under the full moon. It'll be a blast to get outside and run around under the bright, brilliant light of our nearest celestial neighbor. Just be careful for those pesky werewolves are going hog wild out there.
0: Dip yourself into a barrel of rum and roll down the hill in that barrel. The lasers that the government has set up to fake the eclipse will change the composition of the rum and give you superpowers. There's no way to choose what kind of power you get, but any power is better than no power. You might just end up with a knack for hitting green lights, or you might be able to command possums to do your bidding. Whatever power you end up with, be sure to use it responsibly and as a force of good.
1: For you gnomes out there, this strange lunar event also coincides with your pudding festival. Try moving the celebration outside, maybe on a patio under some string lights. Eat your pudding treats under the crimson light of the blood-slash-blue moon humans, and other sentient beings, try participating in the Pudding Festival. It's a really jolly time where you eat pudding of various flavors from chocolate to butterscotch to dandelion, and you get to party with your friends. Probably one of the coolest things that gnomes do. Or you
0: can sleep, not just because it's late and because you have to go to work tomorrow. Because of the alignment of the sun and the moon, you may have wonderful and vivid dreams where you are the hero of the story and all goes right. The only way to tell is by closing your eyes.
1: Regardless of how you spend your evening under the moon, take some time to appreciate the beauty and the majesty of nature. Think about how small you are in the universe and find comfort in the simplicity of your place here. Art lovers, rejoice. Oh, hallelujah. (laughs) Those were the art lovers. Hallelujah. We have received another glorious, amazing, talented, titillating, rectangular submission that is mostly made of smoke and an artist's soul, like all great art is. We have the human word dictionary, Amon. In his words, the name rhymes with, the, with ominous things like the gray men. If you love this upcoming submission as much as I do, go check out Eamon's Twitter, at Amen. that's A-E-M-Y-N. It's like an unending feed of pure poetry and at least one retweet of the Adventure Zone, the telltale sign of a truly amazing human. Of course, we'll link our talented poet's info in the description with the submission available for your viewing pleasure on our website. To get started, I would like to describe the art so that you can visualize what it looked like for us when it first came out of the void. It came as light, light in different colors, Light and mostly white, somewhat black, with splashes of blue, red, yellow, and green. It came with a sound. A small sound. An email reminder. You blink your eyes. It's been an email the whole time. On the email, words. Beautiful words. They make you smile the more you read. You felt the whimsy of the words, and they made you feel strange in a good way.
0: And now, I, Diane, am honored to read you what that email said. This is your horoscope for January. You are on the right track. Do not change anything or an old friend you never liked may return. You will be approached with a difficult decision. Do not provide an answer. Simply wait for it to go away. Butter becomes spreadable if you remove it from the refrigerator 15 minutes before you need to make 1,000 pieces of toast. Sincerely yours, the light bulbs above you that are always watching and analyzing.
1: Okay, seriously, so awesome, though. Thank you so much for submitting, Eamon. If I could grant mystical gifts, I would grant you floors that never need to be swept, no more mosquito bites ever, and an endless supply of your favorite salty snack. Unfortunately, I can't grant mystical gifts, so I'll just repeat thank you and let you know I think you're very talented. Florence, I do have a quick question. Did you have
0: to sweep the floor today and really... (laughs) um, Not like it, because that's the second time you've mentioned
1: floors (laughs) now that need to be swept. (laughs) Yeah, I swept the floor today. I was just salty because I swept yesterday.
0: And you had to do it again today. And I I had to do it
1: again today. Wow, I did not realize that I mentioned it twice.
0: Again, we love getting these community art submissions. Feel free to send them our way. By submitting your art, poems, songs, whatever, to alternate Reality productions at gmail.com. Show us your best creative things. Or even not your best creative things. Show, you, show us your average creative things. Whatever. We want it all. So we received this letter as we were cleaning the couch. We flipped over the cushion, and there it was. An old car tire. As we tore apart the car tire in the jealous rage, as one does... We found this plea for help stamped inside. It read, Dear Florence and Diane, Hi! How are you? I hope you are well. I ran out of bicycle tires, so I'm hoping this still works. Anyway, my issue is that my best friend for life is bringing her family over for supper next week, and I'm cooking for them. I want to make something unique. They are very unique people. How can I spice up my cooking and take it to a whole new level? Sincerely, Cooking for a friend.
1: Well, cooking for a friend, which is an apt name because that is indeed what you are doing. We have t- tasted some unique dishes in our days, so we are happy to help. Nevertheless, we reach out to WikiHow to help us help you.
0: Nothing spices up a dish like good old fashioned homegrown ghost peppers. These little fellas say, I'm interesting. You can add them to just about any dish to transform them into something completely different. They work extremely well with hot dishes and casseroles, but don't be afraid to sprinkle them on cheeseburgers or chocolate fondue. They will surprise your friend's family and make them crave more. And since you want to impress your friend's family, you will need to make your own ghost peppers. This is tricky, but they will love you even more for the additional effort.
1: The first step is to prepare the soil. Choose the right kind of soil. The ghosts aren't going to be attracted to substandard soil. You need something that is well-draining. You can buy soil or you can harvest it from the base of an old tree that has been blessed by a priestess.
0: You will need to choose a place to plant the seeds where they will get only six hours of sunlight. The rest of the day, they need to be shrouded in impenetrable darkness.
1: Good advice for raising children, too. Mm -hmm. Fortify the soil with nutrients. You can use bone meal, blood meal, and compost to do this. You'll have to mix it into your soil in the heat of the afternoon sun and reach to it until the light of the midnight moon. This process of materials mimic ritual sacrifice without actually sacrificing anyone. We'll leave it up to you where you get the bone and blood meal though.
0: Next, you need to germinate the seeds. Your first instinct might be to soak the seeds in a mix of orange juice and lemonade. Do not follow this instinct. Mix the orange juice and lemonade as a drink for yourself. Soak the seeds in water in the fridge or a very cool cellar overnight.
1: Plant the seeds into little planters. Make sure you water them with water and read them a bedtime story every night. You need to cover them in a wool blanket to keep them nice and toasty warm. They should also reside in your bed. You can sleep on the floor during the time that the seedlings sprout.
0: Okay. So at this point you're wondering if you have enough time before the big dinner. Never fear, life finds a way. Once the sprouts pop up, you will need to let the seedlings grow a bit. This can be quickened by posting motivational posters on the wall and shouting encouraging words to them in the form of a Gregorian chant.
1: Plant the seedlings. Like many other creatures, ghosts... Peppers need a bigger container than the original ones were born in. Babies need bigger beds, snakes need bigger skin, ghost peppers crave more soil.
0: Thin the seedlings by plucking the weak ones. You can tell which seedlings are weak by putting them through a series of dangerous trials. This includes a bug infestation, introducing the flu virus to the soil, and a half marathon. The ones that do not survive were never worthy and can be disposed of unceremoniously.
1: If your ceilings do not rain naturally, you will need, will need to water your ghost peppers. They need to drink to survive, in the same way that I drink to forget. Give them the exact right amount of water, and they will thank you by growing big and strong. Add fish and kelp fertilizer
0: to help them grow. Not many people know that ghost peppers follow a pescatarian diet,
1: and you should respect their wishes. Now for the most important part of the process. Infuse the ghost.
0: What separates a regular pepper from a ghost pepper? The ghosts, of course. By now, your peppers are ready to host a resident ghost, and you need to plan accordingly.
1: If you are unsure if the peppers are ready for the infusion, consult this year's Farmer's Almanac. You will need to whisper, John Deere, send your knowledge onto me, to the almanac. And if your peppers are ready, they will begin to glow. Ghosts are everywhere.
0: Some enjoy being ghosts, and some wish for release. Transferring their essence into peppers is one of the few ways a ghost can pass into the next world. The key is attracting ghosts that are ready to cross over. To do this, you will need to buy a chocolate fondue machine and dump the contents onto the ground. Once your floor is covered in melted chocolate, you must lay prone in it. Make a chocolate angel in the chocolate. Any interested ghost will show up in your home. Point loudly at the peppers to indicate that they are at the prime time for infusion. Write the recipe for the dish that you are going to make for your friend's family on posters to show the ghosts that the peppers will be consumed within a reasonable amount of time. You will know that the ghosts have bonded with the peppers when they
1: sing triumphantly. Sometimes bugs will try to eat your peppers before you get the opportunity to eat them yourself. You will need to fortify your garden so they can't get in. Hire a bodyguard to keep watch over your peppers at all times of the day to protect them.
0: Once your peppers are bright red from the ghost essence and the size of your finger, they are ready to be picked. Talk to them about what is happening next so they understand why you are touching them. Wear protective clothing when handling the peppers. This involves full body chain mail. Some ghosts will be having second thoughts about the infusion and will try to fight back. Don't worry too much because once the infusion is complete, they cannot get out, but they can cause quite a fuss. They've been known to fashion rudimentary weapons from bed sheets that can be quite deadly. Your chainmail should protect
1: you from the worst of their blows. Finally, make the recipe. Once you have the ghost peppers all grown, infused, and picked, you're ready to actually cook with them. Okay, now that we have our mildly haunted Harper and Death Peppers, let's get cooking with them. Since your friend's parents seem pretty cool, you're probably going to want to finish up the meal with something classy and tasteful. The classiest, tastiest thing I can think of is a chocolate mousse. Infused with ghost pepper fire and garnished with those damn beautiful ghost peppers. Here's
0: what we'll need. 13 ounces of bitter or semi-sweet chocolate. The best way to get bitter chocolate is to find one that is currently feuding with its family.
1: Two tablespoons unsalted butter.
0: Two large egg yolks. Life hack. Use the leftover egg whites and add them to your old-fashioned oatmeal when you're cooking in the morning. The eggs will cook, add protein to your breakfast, and prevent food waste. So it'll win all
1: around. One and a half cups heavy cream.
0: Two tablespoons super fine sugar. I'm talking Bruno Mars level fine. To achieve this, pulse the sugar in a food processor a few times.
1: One teaspoon vanilla extract. <laughs> 30 to 40 ghost peppers. Okay, first you'll want to chop that bitter chocolate into little slivers, add butter, and melt it. The best way to do this is to either put it in the heart of a dying star or microwave it at 35 to 40 second intervals until it's completely melted. Mixing between each microwave. Whisk in those egg yolks until they're all whisked together and let them cool. Pour the
0: cream into a chilled bowl. You can achieve this by putting a glass or a metal bowl in the freezer for 15 minutes. Once you have the cream, stir in half the whole ghost peppers. Let it infuse for three years. Once that's done, take the whole ghost pepper out and properly bury them. Then you'll beat the cream with a mixer on medium until it thickens. Add the sugar and vanilla. Continue to whisk until it forms stiff peaks, like the sturdiest mountain you can think of. Fold the whipped cream into your prepared chocolate mixture. Thinly slice the peppers and artistically arrange them into exact replicas of your friends' and her parents' faces on top of the mousse. Chill, and then serve when dessert time rolls around.
1: This dish is a real showstopper. Granted, if you use all your ghost peppers for dinner, you could probably mix them, and the recipe should still be tasty without them. Bon appétit.
0: Hmm, that sounds like something delicious, and I think I'll be trying that this Sunday.
1: For the Super Bowl.
0: <laughs> hey, Florence. Can you pull this train into the motivation station?
1: Choo-choo! Mornings are historically the worst part of the day. Most of the time, you have to roll out of bed and do something you really would rather not do. What kind of tricks do you use to motivate yourself to get out of bed in the morning instead of curly back up in your blankets like a human cocoon?
0: The key to getting up in the morning is to prepare for it the night before. I have a system set up where after my alarm goes off three times, my bed starts getting lowered into a pit of sharks. Every time I snooze the alarm, the bed drops afoot. Usually, I am able to find the motivation to get up before the sharks start nipping at my toes. Even though I am out of bed, however, it is still too easy to lay down on the floor and fall asleep. To help motivate myself to keep going, I leave a trail of Reese's flavored coffee creamer to my coffee pot. The smell of that delicious creamer is enough to give me the gumption I need to start my day. Wow, do you get ants with all the coffee creamer all over the place? I threaten their families, so no. Okay, perfect.
1: Life hack, everyone. <laughs> okay, well, personally, I reset my internal clock so that 5.30 in the morning actually feels like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. By making this adjustment, I just feel like I'm sleeping in every day, even though I'm actually waking up ungodly early. There are some downfalls for sure, like I need to go to sleep at 4.30 in the evening in order to make this happen, and it's ruined all my relationships outside of work. But the satisfaction of sleeping that long makes it all worth my while. Our challenge for you this week is to find ways to wake up happy. We know you can do it, and your coffee maker will thank you. Today, I finally remembered that I am the parent of three plants, and I water them. Little did I know that they became sentient and revolted. They took over my house, and now I am a prisoner. Please send help. Plants in revolt. That's a telltale sign that the podcast is coming to an end. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to what we had to say. If you liked what you heard, subscribe to Paper News Out Loud for more great episodes. If you liked what you heard a lot, leave us a review on iTunes saying what you liked. Please send us a hand-drawn picture of your elbow preferably on a dinner napkin, for reasons that are none of your concern.
0: If you're in love with what you heard, send rations, because both Florence and I are in dire need of help. Things are getting dicey in these parts. We will be giving shout-outs to people who review the show on later episodes. Please rate and subscribe on iTunes. Thank you so much for listening. I want to thank Reality for keeping it real. I, Diane... Got to guest on not one, but two shows. One that I mentioned already is the Amateur Animal Psychic, and Casey was absolutely wonderful. The episodes that he has up are all comedy gold, and it is totally worth your time. The episode in which Casey helped me will be up on February 1st. The other podcast I was on is called Almost Better Than Silence, which is one of the greatest names for a podcast that I have ever heard. I was masquerading as a woman named Tracy, We talked about video games and other things and also played a really fun game that I did pretty good in, if you don't mind me saying. They were a lot of fun to talk to, and that episode will be up February 5th. I had a blast doing both these podcasts, and I encourage you to check them out. Though I had a lot of feelings about myself afterwards because it was definitely outside of my comfort zone, and it was...
1: something. I'm sensing a motivation station in an upcoming episode. (laughs) (laughs) Self-confidence. We also want to thank... Jake Harrison for allowing us to use his track titled Five off of his album Found on SoundCloud. Thank you, Jake. You can find his music through the link or by searching at this.
0: Tweet us at Reality Out Loud. Use the hashtag thinkweirderthoughts. Share with your friends. You know, I think actually we will probably give uh, shoutouts to people who use the hashtag thinkweirderthoughts and tweet at us. We're trying to be more active on our Twitter. We hope you learned a thing. And made a laugh. Hashtag think your
1: Hashtag think Hashtag, Hashtag
0: I am a dog. <laughs> Hashtag dog <parenting. clears
1: throat> all right, we're done. <laughs> holding that in. <laughs> <laughs>